Hey, 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 Diet Riders. Welcome to the Diet Riot Podcast. I'm Brooke Miller. I'm Alyssa Miller. And we're both dietitians. Both moms. Both from the Midwest. Both live in Denver. And we're going to talk to you today about body image and nice transition. comments. That's yes. So good. And comments. No, yes. this actually, this was such a good um, question I got recently. I can't remember if it was, I don't know. It was on Instagram. I thought it was such a good, good topic. And I said, we're going to do a podcast episode on this. And she asked when your body changes, for instance, postpartum, which is when we see very quick changes, right? We grow mm-hmm. a baby. So we gain a lot of weight and then uh, we, you know, lose some weight when we have the baby. And so our bodies are constantly changing and that's probably the most, um, changed quickly changed period that we have. And she asked what, how do you respond when people say positive things or negative things about your body postpartum? Mm-hmm. She said, I've been getting mixed things. I've been getting some, a lot of positive, but I don't know how to respond because I'm trying to become an intuitive eater. And I just, I don't know how to respond in these circumstances. So I thought that was a great question that we can talk about today. I love, I love that reflection because I think so many people, especially like in this space of like, we focus so much on the negative of like, body shaming people and like how we can respond to that. We've talked a little bit about that. We've definitely gone in depth about that in Mm -hmm. our membership, um, how to handle that. But this is like the flip of like, and we can talk about both of course, but like what to do when someone's making positive body comments about you, like what would be typically viewed as positive in the Mm -hmm. diet culture world? Like, Oh, you're so Mm -hmm. skinny, like praising thinness and doing things like that. How do you respond? And I think that's such a great, like awareness that she has that she's like, okay, I know where I'm at. I know what's happening, but I don't know how to get to where I want to go. You know, love it. And I thought that was such a great question. And so I think first and foremost, I think people's intention when they're doing this is, is typically good. Right. So Typically when somebody's right. paying us a compliment about our appearance, they mean well, and usually it's truthful. Maybe they really do think that you look great. Maybe they love your hair, your outfit, and that's not mm-hmm. a bad thing. And something that Alyssa and I talk about too, is it's okay to compliment people's outer appearance. It's just not, we don't want to focus so much on the body portion. So if, if Alyssa mm-hmm. comes to me today and she has a really cute outfit on, it's not a bad thing to compliment her outfit. If she gets her hair done and it looks beautiful that day, it's okay to compliment her hair. If she did her makeup in a way mm-hmm. that accentuates her eyes, it's okay to comment on that. You know, it's okay to compliment that. But I think what makes people feel uncomfortable on this journey, myself included, is when people start complimenting your body. Um, because yeah, your size, size. right. Body size, body shape, body Mm -hmm. changes. Like, cause I also would argue too, and I know a lot of people might disagree with me on this, but I would also argue that even like you look great. Isn't a horrible thing. If your intention is not like your body Mm -hmm. looks great, you've lost weight, you look great. It's not, it's not, um, attaching the word great with thinness, right? Like I can look great and not have a like thin body, a thin Mm -hmm. ideal body, right? Like you can still look great overall. So I think it's kind of, it's hard to like judge and everyone's going to be so different. Yes. That is so true. That is so true. And I think, um, so just first and foremost, if somebody's talking about your body in a positive way, just know that their intention is probably good. Um, but I think it's okay, depending on the person, you have a few different options. So you can either stop the conversation, um, and kind of walk away (laughs) depending on how that goes. You can shift the conversation to, Oh, thank you so much. And then shift into something completely different. Or you can talk about maybe your journey. 
oh, hey, thank you so much for that compliment. Um, I'm actually really working on intuitive eating and I'm working on body image right now. And so one thing I'm trying to focus on is more how I'm feeling rather than how my body looks. Um, and so it's totally up to you on how you want to handle that situation, but just knowing that there's, there's not one specific right answer for every situation, because sometimes it's a stranger. Sometimes it's an acquaintance. Sometimes it's a family member that you don't really want to talk to. Um, I mean, if somebody at the grocery store sees you and says, Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in so long. You look great. Um, I don't think you need to like stop down the aisle and have a full on conversation about it, <laughs> but it's really, truly, who is the person, how comfortable are you talking about it? And there's different ways to approach it. And there's not one specific right answer. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is so true. Like, like you said, like overreacting and stuff. Like I talked about this a little bit in our Thanksgiving episode, but basically the idea that diet culture, because we now have this idea and we know about intuitive eating that everyone else should be on our standards. Like yeah. everyone else is still entrenched in diet culture. So mm -hmm. it's not their fault that diet culture has entrenched them from literally day one, mm -hmm. but it is their responsibility that once they learn about intuitive eating, they want to continue to grow in that, that they do their own work. It can be part of our job or part of our journey to help spread that awareness, but it doesn't have to be. Yes. We don't have to fight these fights for the people. We don't have to teach everyone around us what the right way to do things is. Like we work on our inner work first. And this is something that Brooke and I truly believe through and through. When yeah. we work on ourselves, when we change the way that we present ourselves in society, that's the momentum that is needed in society to change diet culture. It's not necessarily aggressively calling people out and telling them they're doing things wrong, mm -hmm. but it's showing up so presently you, so confidently you in your body, whatever that looks like, to kind of like show to other people like, hey, look what I have. Do you want it too? Mm -hmm. And then they'll ask you about it. They'll say, hey, you have so much confidence. Where is that coming from? Or, mm -hmm. you know, I would struggle so much with this. It doesn't seem like you're struggling. How can I do that? Like you want, I mean, this is just my philosophy in life is to show up so bright and so strong and so confident and so like, um, I don't know, secure, basically it comes from my faith that mm -hmm. other people are going to look at us and say, oh, how can I get that too? And hopefully yeah. we're in a place where we can have an open dialogue with them and show them and teach them. And even if it's just turning them in the right direction and then they get to run into it on their own, right? Like mm -hmm. yeah, just even opening the conversation. This is why I know it sounds self-serving, but honestly, like it's such a great opener to tell them about this podcast that you're listening to. Like you don't even have to open the conversation. You can just say, Hey, I've been listening to this podcast, go check it out. And they can learn this stuff on their own. Yeah. So we're not responsible that. for other people and their journey. Right. Mm -hmm. But in those situations, it can be extremely uncomfortable. And I love kind of what you touched on there, Brooke, of like shifting the conversation from your body mm -hmm. to things that you're working through that they can't see. Right. Yes. And sometimes this, may invoke you being a little bit vulnerable and saying like, actually, I've been really struggling with mm -hmm. getting enough to eat or getting enough to sleep. And I'm not even able to take care of my basic needs because I have a newborn at home. Yep. And then telling them, you know, I could actually really use some help. Like, what a great way to open that doorway and saying, yep. I know it looks like I have it all together. And according to diet culture, I might look that way, but actually I'm really struggling, which is mm -hmm stories of most postpartum women. Yep. Um, so shifting the conversation, also chiding it and kind of avoiding it and saying, okay, thanks, moving on, right? <laughs> and I think too, breaking the normative habit of us returning one body comment for the next. Like mm -hmm. so many times as women, if you were to come up and say, oh my gosh, you're so skinny. I could never be that skinny. Da, 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 da. You, instead of responding back 
to their comment about your body, respond back with them about something you love about their personality, right? Like who they are as a person. Like, yes. oh, you're so funny. You're so charitable. You're so giving. I don't know if that's on my mind because it's the holiday season. But, um, you know, all those sorts of things of really shifting the conversation in that direction rather than like exchanging like so many women do body comment for body comment back and forth, you know? Yes. I actually have a really good reflection from um, a client uh, this week. She was talking about how um, she complimented somebody, her friend on her, on just her appearance. And she's like, Oh, like right when I did it, it was out of habit. And she's like, Oh, I realized like, Oh, maybe I should just ask how she's doing, you know? And her friend responded with like, I'm really struggling. I'm really struggling. I haven't, I'm so stressed. I can't eat. I'm like living in stress and grief. And she's like, in that moment, I realized, Oh, wow, that's why we're doing this. And she caught herself like right in the middle. And I was like, that's okay. You know, there's nothing wrong. We all do that. I've, I've done that to so many people throughout my life and we're all learning, we're all learning and growing. And so we're all going to still do that. Um, but she said, what a great reminder to remind me that I don't know her journey. And you know, she was losing weight because she was so stressed out. And, and, and so again, we don't know anybody's journey. We don't know why somebody's losing weight or gaining weight. There's so many factors involved. Mm -hmm. And so I think it is important to just try to, it's something that we can all work on. We can all work on it. It's something that you and I are working on every day too. So just know that it doesn't go away. Yeah. It's a habit. And I think that is one thing that sometimes when we're starting intuitive eating, we feel bad. We feel guilt or shame when we're doing some of these things. And it's, it's like, no, these are just learning experiences. So you're not bad for doing that. We're just all learning and growing. And, um, even honestly, if you go back and listen to some of our first episodes, like we were so entrenched in diet culture, if you go back two years and listen, Mm -hmm. so just like, know that give yourself some grace because, um, Alyssa and I sure have had to give ourselves a lot of grace after starting this podcast. Totally. It's a process. It's a process and it's never going to be complete. And you know, it's, it's just about honoring that person in front of you. So I love that reflection because if you ask the question like, okay, if she would have gone forward with a body comment, she would have missed a really crucial opportunity to connect with somebody. Mm -hmm. And that postpartum mom specifically, and this Mm -hmm. happens in all areas of life, but like you need someone to see you. You want someone to know that you're struggling. You want to feel seen, not for your body, but for what you're going through. And that's really where that connection happens happen. So really quickly, I just want you guys to run through like in your head, whether or not you're a mom, but Mm -hmm. postpartum or any other big transition in your life, when someone either said a body comment to you and you would have preferred for them to see something deeper in you, Mm -hmm. or when someone could have easily slid by with a, Hey, you look great. And they actually decided to say, Hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. How are you feeling? How's this week been for you? How can I help you? How can I support you? And just realize and notice how much more powerful that is as a human being who craves connection. It's literally part of the reason why we're here on this earth is to connect with others and to really feel that deep connection with someone else. You're not going to get that deep connection with, hey, you look beautiful today Mm -hmm. necessarily. Now, of course, some people are like words of affirmation all the way and that makes them feel good. But just a reminder here that there's a deeper way to connect with someone. There's a deeper way to compliment someone even if it is on their looks, being more specific about what it is about them, like that shines. Like my husband always says to me about like my eyes glitter or not glitter, shine, I think. I forget. See, it's not even that important. uh, Words of affirmation are the lowest on my list. But when he says it, sparkle, that's what it is, sparkle. 
I think. I don't know. He'll tell me. <laughs> Josh, whatever it is, when know. he's, I know, when he says it, it feels so personal to me, right? Like it feels very unique to me. He sees something in me that other people don't. And it just feels really personal. Yeah. If he would have just said like, hey, you look hot. Like, okay, great. So mm-hmm. a thousand other men think that. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but seriously, it's like, we could, we can take this as an opportunity to go deeper with people. So I loved kind of where we started on this is have grace for the people around you. They're entrenched in diet culture too. Um, make it and decide in the moment of who this person is to you, how deep you want to go in this conversation, how assertive you want to be, how harmful they're being. We need to be gauging this constantly and you can abruptly put an end to it. You can tell them that's not okay. That makes you uncomfortable. Or you can simply smile and move forward and change the topic of the conversation. Or you can open up an invitation to teach them something and say, hey, you know, I've been trying something different. I would love it if you checked out this Diet Ride podcast or the intuitive eating book or whatnot. Have you heard of this? And kind of shift the conversation. And truly and utterly at the bottom of this, this is about empowering people to say no to diet culture and yes to themselves, right? And so I think when you frame it like that, you're like, hey, this can be a really impactful way to live your life. And I want to share it with you. I want to let you know what's bringing all this like energy and excitement to my life and the confidence that you see even though I may not fit what diet culture thinks is should be happy right Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely those are all good those are all good so yeah we're all learning so even those of us who've been doing intuitive eating for a while we're still learning definitely those who've never heard of it it's habit and they we think we're doing good and so just giving everybody grace around us because I think we all need a little bit of grace in 2020 I do honestly we For all sure. Especially let's just talk about how awkward it is to go into like society these days. I've been at home for so long. I'm I like, know. when I'm in the grocery store, I'm like, do I look at you? No. Do I look, do I, what do I say? I don't uh-huh. know. Like I literally don't know how to have conversations with people anymore. So good thing we do this podcast. Otherwise I think I would just become mute forever. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. You're, yes. right. you're like, no way she would. Um, But seriously, it's just so funny. Like you just need practice. So. Yes. Amen. Best way to do it. Amen. All, All right. right, you guys. We hope you like this episode. Um, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Don't forget, if you're interested in grabbing our brand new course, How to Stop Feeling Guilty Around Food, it is linked in the description box below so you can snag that. And remember, if you grab that course for $75, you can apply that to your annual membership come early 2021. The doors will be opening soon, and we cannot wait for you guys to get in there and make some serious changes. And the guilt piece is a huge piece that people struggle with, which is why we created an entire mini course around it. So that is in the description box and we will see you next week. See you later. See you later. Hey, 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 Diet Riders. Okay, this ahead. is Brooke and Alyssa from the Diet Riot Podcast. Oh my God, I screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that in the bloopers. Over, oh, you guys, over 100 episodes. I'm putting that in the bloopers. Or should, should we just keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, put it in the bloopers. Put it in the bloopers. That was okay. hilarious. Put it in the bloopers. You were like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, 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 okay. 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 You got it. You got okay. it.